You're listening to episode number 45 of the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I'm back with another guest, and her name is S.T. Rappaport. She is a relationship photographer and a creative journal expressive arts instructor, and she dives into this creative way to sort of journal things out and sort of journal out trauma. I've never heard of this journaling way before, and I was so excited to dive into this with her because she shares so much knowledge about it, and she really holds true the idea about how you can sort of get through life's most challenging moments as well as how this can help your relationships because she's also the host of Life Picks Relationship Podcast, and she does a lot of work with relationships and people in relationships and how they can really work, and so she shares her knowledge on how this method can help you. I really pick her brain about this method, how you could use it, what are the first steps about it, and I am so excited for you guys to listen to it. I hope you guys dive into this method because it seems really cool. I've done it once or twice and it actually has helped me a lot to get through certain stuff. If you like this episode, be sure to screenshot it and post on your Instagram story. Tag me at Fashion Your Passion Podcast. Also, tag ST Rappaport, and her handle is at LifePicksPhotography. Let's get into the episode because this is a good one. Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Reyes, a college student here to help you fashion your passion and transform your life. This past year, I've learned a lot about living out your true passions and implementing the best habits, and I'm ready to share these tips with you. Season three is nothing like you've ever heard on any other podcast before, and I'm so excited to take you on this journey with me. Let's get to it. As many of you know, this podcast was just a 4 a.m. idea in preparation for a school project. Now it is a way that I get to spread my voice and help other teens create the best habits for their life. I want to hear your voice too. Anger is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's all the tools you need in the app or on their website. And my favorite part is that Anchor distributes your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast too. It's everything you need. And all you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. I can't wait to listen to your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. I am here today with S.T. Rappaport, who is a relationship photographer, creative journal, expressive artist, as well as the host of Life Picks Relationship Podcast. S.T., welcome to the show. I'm so glad to be doing this and speaking to you. Yay. So just for my audience, can you give a little bit about what you do right now, sort of how you got into it and whatever parts of the journey you want to share along the way? Sure. So I've been in photography my whole life, like since I was a little kid. And what I especially got attracted to and really liked was the emotions between people I also always liked watching people. I know that's really bad to say, but I do do it a lot. Like airports are my favorite place. So my favorite type of photography was working with the people and the best type of people and seeing the emotions the most was couples. So I now do relationship photography as in only for couples. And the goal of it is taking pictures in their ultimate state that they want and hanging it up in big like a vision board so they could always help them get into that state. Now. 
I know not everybody has such a great relationship. So I wanted also to be able to help people improve their relationships. So I got into what's called creative journal expressive arts. I know it's a really long name. I didn't make it up, but it is what it is. It's basically where you do journaling and art with your non-dominant hand, the hand that you don't usually use to write with. And there's all different prompts and exercise that you could do to overcome challenges, to access your emotion and your subconscious brain. And all the things that are inside you and just have blockages could just get there. So now currently training for it, but I have begun working in it and doing that to help people together with the pictures. So we do some sessions of that. We do photography. Then we journal also with the pictures. So it goes all that. And then while all working with relationships, I also host a podcast on relationships, currently creating a course that's almost ready to help people with their relationships called Genius Relationships is coming out soon. But everything with people and how they work is all for me. Yeah, I love that so much. I feel like a lot of the time when you hear about relationship specialists, you really just think about marriage therapists and couple therapists and stuff like that. But you really take this sort of different spin on that. And you're like, okay, I'm going to help them, but I don't have a psychology degree. I don't really have any of that. But because of the experience that I've had with photography and stuff like that, I sort of wanted to take that to the next level. I truly, truly find that admirable. Just let's dive into this whole journaling thing because when you first messaged me and told me about it, I was like, wait, what is this? Because I am a massive journaler. I journal three pages every single morning and then throughout my day, I do more. Whenever I have a big event, I do like seven to eight pages. So let's dive into that and just talk about that. Talk about how you found it, why you wanted to get into it and stuff like that. Sure. So I know a little bit about it because I had a few of my siblings went to someone who helped them when they were younger. But whatever. It wasn't major. I wasn't much into journaling, actually. It was more into the art part. But then about a year ago, somebody came to my house who's trained in it. And she was explaining to me how it works. And I just fascinated. And I was like, okay, I need to learn more about it. Basically, the way it is, we all know the right side of the brain is in charge of the left side of the body. And the left side of the brain is in charge of the right side of the body, right? Now, the left side of the brain is in charge of all the logical stuff, math, reading, writing, etc. And the right side of the brain is in charge of all the creative stuff, art, music, everything else, including emotions. So when you are using your non-dominant hand, for many people that is the left hand, not everybody, but many people, then you're accessing your emotions, which are in your right side of your brain. Go straight to it. You're creating new neuron connections and get right to all the blockages and everything that is in the way, just disappear and you get to it. Mm -hmm. I will say, I can't just say disappear because your body only gives you what you're ready for. Mm -hmm. So if you, let's say, have a challenging situation and you're not sure what to do when you start journaling with your non-dominant hand and you're not getting anything, it's because your body doesn't feel ready for it yet. If you try another day in a few days again and again, every time you get more and more, it's like onion, the layers like peeling away and away yeah. until you get to the core of it. Yeah. So that is how it works. Yeah. I love that so much. I feel like a lot of the time especially for high schoolers and college students, once you sort of get into the process, it's like, I'm just going with emotions. I'm just showing up to class. I'm just doing my homework. I'm just going through it and going through and going through it. And then when you do something like this, where you sort of change it up, it's like, whoa, it's just like you experience things you've never experienced before. And it could be potentially so transformative for your life. So what are like your top three tips that you would give people in order if they wanted to start this process out? Yes. So there's the basic exercise I would tell anyone to start with this is when you start doing it, you start drawing a picture or symbol or whatever 
of your current situation. It could be the feeling that you're having difficulty, what college to apply to, whatever it is. You draw a picture of it with your non-dominant hand, which again is your hand you don't usually write with. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have a dialogue between your two hands. The way it works is you write the questions with your dominant hand because you're logically thinking and you answer with your non-dominant hand without thinking. You just let your subconscious mind get to work. There are four basic questions and then you could journal whatever else you want asking afterwards. So the first one is talking to the picture. You talk to the picture with the question, who or what are you? And then let's say you would answer with your non-dominant hand as if you're the picture talking in the I sort of form. I am the application process to college. I'm so stuck or whatever it is. And then you continue. How do you feel? I feel stuck. I'm unsure. Why do you feel this way? So overwhelming. I don't know what to do. What can I do to help you? So those are the four basic questions. And then you just continue dialoguing with that and just getting further and further. So that would say is to anyone in every situation is to start with that thing. Yeah. And then we have more deeper ones of like, let's say if you have a part in your body that hurts you, a headache or a back pain or whatever it is, internal organ, whatever it is, you again do something really similar. You draw a picture with your non-dominant hand of the outline of your body and then you mark down the parts that hurt. So let's say it's your heart. So you draw the heart. If you don't know what it is, it doesn't make a difference. The point is just to draw it down with your non-dominant hand. And again, you ask these four questions to that part of your body. And sometimes it could be crazy things like you're in a codependent relationship that you have to get out of, or you're so overwhelmed from schoolwork. So go take a nap and then go back to it. Or you'll really get specific things of what you should go and do. Yeah. yeah, that is so like significant because there's so much that goes on in the human brain and it's like you don't really know what's happening. And, you know, if you don't journal on a daily basis, if you don't talk to someone on a daily basis, it all gets trapped in your head and it really just you can't sort of organize it in a sense. So this is a really great way to sort of focus on one thing and sort of organize it in your brain. What are some of like, if you practice this sort of yourself, what are some of the sort of the things that you've gotten out of it? Any lessons you've learned from doing it? Yeah, so actually really cool just because it just happened. So I'm really liking the story. It didn't happen to me. It happened to someone that I'm working with where her father's a doctor in hospital and due to current situations, he got corona. Mm-hmm. And she is really usually a really stressed sort of kid, gets very overwhelmed, doesn't know how to deal with bad news. Literally, her father was in the hospital for quite some time, like admitted himself. And now he's doing much better. But most people were really overwhelmed. Her family was going crazy. And I just began working with her a few weeks before, not so much. She told me afterwards that people told her that she's so calm because she knew how to deal with it. We do also like dealing with the inner family where we have the inner child, protective parent, nurturing parent. There's different versions of it, but that's the way we do it. And being able to go out of that state and being able to watch everything. So that was one thing that she's been able to do. Okay, so now I need this part of me to go and take care of me now. Mm -hmm. So that was with her. With me, I have like stories literally every single day. Like I went to meet someone two days ago it was. She's a really sweet lady and she was really listening to me and we're having a very nice conversation, but there was something about her I couldn't put my finger on and it was just really bothering me. So I said, okay, let's journal. So I journaled about it and first it's like, okay, so she talks really slow and doesn't really liking it. 
but I wasn't getting anywhere. So I waited a few hours. The next day, the next morning, I joined it again. And I realized what she was doing was she was keep on comparing me back to other people. Mm. And that really didn't sit well with me. So that isn't like an earth shattering thing that happened to me, even though I have had other things also. But that was like, even just like on a small level, it was like so cool. Now I know why she's bothering me and she just rubs me the wrong way. That is so incredible because I know like for me personally, like there are some people who annoy me, but I'm like, I have no idea why. Like I cannot put a finger on it at all. So it's a really great way to break things down and realize like, oh, like that's actually why. And then, you know, you could sort of go forward and resolve these issues or move forward and break off the relationship if that's the case in the situation. But I don't know, this fascinates me so much because I've literally never heard about this before until you reach out to me and I was like, whoa, I was like, this is so impressive. Anything else you sort of want to add about it that I didn't ask anything that would be beneficial to my listeners in order to get sort of kickstart their journey with this? So literally the first exercise is the first thing. If you're overwhelmed in the beginning and you're like, okay, this is really weird. I'm going to warn you. It feels really weird in the beginning. You go back to being a little kid. You can't read your handwriting. It's awkward, but just try it. Try with just scribbling with your non-dominant hand. Literally take big paper or regular paper, plain paper, and just scribble with markers. Get colorful. Don't use pens. Markers, crayons, scribble stuff. Then start with writing your name. Just small stuff like that, just to break the ice and get you into it. Then you could do that basic exercise that I said before with any situation you want. If you want to go even deeper and learning parts of yourself, you could, again, when you realize if you know a little bit about the inner child, journal with the inner child using your non-dominant hand because the inner child is the emotions part. So you journal with a non-dominant hand and the other parts of you journal with your dominant hand. Yeah, that's perfect. I love that so much. Before I roll into the final question of the podcast, where can people find you on social media to get more info about this, about your podcast and everything like that? My podcast is Life Picks Relationships. If you want to hear, that's more about relationships in general, not so much me because I like you. I like hearing from other people and getting from them on Instagram, Life Picks Photography and TikTok, Life Picks Relationships. Also, you could meet me at lifepicks.as.me to contact me there. Beautiful. So for the final question of this podcast, this is something that I have asked every single guest who has ever come on. So based off the title of the podcast, which is Fashion Your Passion Podcast, what is one tip that you would give dreamers based off how you have fashioned your passion? Can I answer that in two separate ways? Of course. As in my tip, as in how I did it. Yeah, go for it. Because with the way I did it my whole life, I was really interested in photography and I knew not just like photography studio style, but more and different. So I knew it would go something bigger and I knew I loved people. So it just happened while it, like I started photography and it just went more. But what I would suggest to people is who aren't sure having to do with this creative journal, make a collage of anything and everything that you could possibly want to do. Hang it up and then journal one day at a time or when you're in the mood, when you're ready. Obviously not all at once. Journal with one picture at a time as in why you put on that collage. You could ask it those four questions. You could continue asking more questions, just having dialogue with it. Or even just have the picture talk to you as if it's like another person or object just talking to you with your non-dominant hand and telling you all about it. And as you write, you'll come up with new insights and new things. And then even when you think that you know what you want to do, Create another clause just for that specific thing and have it and continue journaling with it and going further, you'll get even deeper and deeper. 
I love that so, so, so much. SD, thank you so, so, so much for coming on the podcast. This has been truly revolutionary because I'm so excited to dive into this practice and you know, see how it goes. Once again, thank you so much. And to my listeners, I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I hope you learned something from this episode. And if you did, don't forget to screenshot you listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, and tag me at Fashion Your Passion podcast. I loved hearing what you learned. As well, do not forget to scroll down and leave a rating and review. I love to read those too and know what you guys are thinking about the podcast. Be sure to tell all of your friends about this podcast because I want to spread this to as many teens as possible. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week.